Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Stoke. I'm so excited to get back into the action and bring you guys behind the scenes of what happens down in the tune shop here at SSCV. So Paul Sweeney, thank you so much for taking the time today to help us out here as we go through a couple of tune lessons, even a bass grind, and just kind of go what goes into every day that you're on the hill to make sure that you're successful. So thank you so much, Paul. Yeah, thank you, Parker. So just to get started, what do you think is the most important thing when you're getting ready to train every day? Because tuning is a huge part of what ski racers need to be successful. Yeah, so our, our key word down here is consistency. So we want to see, um, you know, training day to race day, everything else, your, your skis are going to be exactly the same. Okay. So that's flat bases, base bevel accurate, and side edge bevel. And, you know, wax, wax is there, but it's not that big of a deal. Awesome. And so would you be able to walk us through what we would do for a perfect training day? Sure. Can right. do. Can Sweet. do. Absolutely. So um, we have a great partnership with Ski Vale within the Winter Stagger Mercury. And what we're seeing here is basically um, a stone grind edge or a stone grind unit and edge unit that basically puts the flattens the ski, puts the structure on and then puts your base bevel and side edge bevels on at the same time. So this this has been a, a huge key because obviously this thing is a big robot and this saves a lot of man hours on how we go through things. So there's basically with flattening the ski, um, it goes through a lot of different steps. So, you know, we basically have one, two, three steps here, but we're gonna see a lot of passes to actually get these keys flat. And out of the plastic, um, your your general, you know, Fisher's key, Rosignol's key, whatever else, is not flat because basically things twist and torque as they come out of the mold and they're, they're not true by the time they hit the U.S. soil. So we wanna make sure that those things are, are flat by the time you get on snow with them and then keep those things flat through through your training and, and racing days. So with the grind, just so we have it all clear, you would normally need to get your skis ground right before you start training on them when they're brand new. Yes. How often do you recommend the skis get ground throughout the season? Three to four times a year. All right, so now that the skis are in place, we're gonna set up the machine and get them grinding. Even on our, you know, on, on a day-to-day -day basis, 
when you are sharpening side edges at home, you want to make sure that you take care of that verb and or hanger to make sure that it's not too catchy and grab. And so a lot of people have heard about the hanger, this overhang on the edges. And what tool did you just use to try and remove that? This is a very, very fine ceramic stone. Uh, this is from Swix. Uh, there's a handful of other manufacturers that make these also. You actually have a roll-on waxer that we apply wax with. Basically, we're, we are a production facility down here, but we are high-quality race production. So any little second that we can obviously save is huge to us. So this is infrared waxing, so this goes into the wax feature from Wintersteiger. And this is basically doing the job that an iron would without Waste, physically iron. Wasting a bunch of wax, too. <laughs> and so you mentioned high quality, and that's a huge part of what you guys try to do here down in the two shop at SSCV. Is there a big difference in a way that you can raise your game and make it high quality if you're just tuning at home? Yes. Yeah, I mean, when it, when it all comes down to it, so flat bases and base bevel, is something that Joe Schmo at home cannot do. Um, you've got to come see an expert like us or any other regional shop that you have to get a great base, like basically base grind and base bevel set. And then you know you can you can basically do hand edges at home, all that you want or all that you need through the season. But you know basically like what what we're seeing right now is. I would say like one out of a hundred days um, that your skis need to come back to us for a base grind through the season. So we just finished the whole grind process. That ski's ready. You've shown us how important it is to have a smooth edge, but also to remove that hanger. And so now the ski is ready to be prepped for a training day. Yes, absolutely. Um, really simple. You know, at the end of the day, uh, training day, and race day is exactly the same other than race wax which um you know you end up with the going into high fluoro or not necessarily next year uh zero fluoro but a different combination of wax so that's the only thing that really at the end of the day is is going to make your race day a little bit different so obviously you know you want your your edges to be the same you want your um the binding setup to be the same. You want everything like to be basically to be the same. Um, you know, equipment at the end of the day is one of those variables that you can control as as an athlete. And why not take an opportunity to do that? You know, it'll take you uh, a little bit of time out of your day, but um, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's one thing that you know is going to be exactly the same. You know, you you may wake up and and be a little bit drowsy or you may not eat enough the next, you know, the following day or whatever else, but uh, equipment's really simple. Yeah, control the uncontrollables. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, so awesome. 
So we have all of our equipment back here and Paul is going to go through a couple of tips and tricks for when you're doing your at-home tuning. Stuff that goes into stoning, filing, and then of course brushing and waxing to make sure that you're ready for your optimizing time on the hill. Okay, so how do we go forward with our tuning? So once your base, base is flat and your base bevel is set, that you're going to want to do from you know, your, your normal ski shop that, that, that you trust at home, um, side edge beveling is what you're going to do on a daily basis. Um, so never touch the base bevel once you've accomplished that from the shop because basically that's really that's really your traction, I'd say, I'd say at least. Um, your side edge is obviously going to hone that edge and keep it sharp from a day to day basis. So what we have here we just saw what the, what the machine can do, but this is basically uh, the sequence of, of what we're going to do at home uh, to achieve the same kind of finish that, that a winter stagger machine can do. And so the number one file, this is basically to set an edge. Very, very rough. Like we're, we're actually creating an angle at this point. Comes into a number two file, which is like 16 tooth per centimeter, given that. So every third day, I would say use, use one of these. But in the meantime, you can accomplish a lot from uh, 200, 400, 600, and also a ceramic. So coming in with a 200, basically all you need to do is polish that edge and what you're doing is just bringing that profile back and you can go back and forth with this and achieve a lot so that's a little bit of 200 400 and so an important trick when tuning is using this base bevel and file guide, right? To make sure that you're using yes. the correct yes. angle. Yes, so, so, so your guide, like, you know, basically what I'm doing right now is creating pressure towards the ski and just a little bit of downward pressure just to make sure that the tool is doing the work. And that's, that's really, really key when it comes down to it. Make sure that the tool actually does the work for you and you're not forcing the tool to do the work. So and now as we move through our stones, we're getting to our more finer stones, right? And that creates yes, more of a smooth edge. Yep, so right now, like we're, we've already set our edge. We know that our three degree is there and we're just polishing. So at this point, we are, now, again, just like the machine is doing, creating a hanger or a downward downward base bevel. Not base bevel, but side edge bevel, I'm sorry. So we want to make sure that we manipulate that again and bring that back to sharp. And I'm going to take two passes on this. There you go, Parker. One Perfect. edge versus the next. We're gonna feel it. Ooh, next. <laughs> so it, you know, there, there's definitely some some things that you can do at home, obviously, to keep up on your maintenance. You 
don't need to come to a facility like us every day, but I would, you know, absolutely check in with us once a month like you do, just to make sure that everything's everything's key and base bubbles are correct and everything else. But you know, you you, you can do a hell of a hell of a job at home. <laughs> All right. So once you've done your edges, you've done your prep. Important part is then waxing, keeping the ski in good shape, the base is fast and moist, etc. Yep. So can you go through some of the steps? One, if they're already waxed, scraping, and then how you would go about waxing your skis. Uh, so, so waxing in general, I mean, it, it's just like putting oil in your car, right? Um, we want to make sure that the base is saturated. It's kind of one of those preventative maintenance things. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, it makes your skis fast too. Um, so, but, you know, within waxing, it, it's this is probably the simplest part of this whole ski preparation process. Um, so, you know, like summer waxing, for example, you want to make sure, and this is this is just kind of what I do every day, anyways. Is just make sure that all the wax is off the edges, and especially for storing skis, um, the wax can actually get in. Uh, basically trap moisture and rust your edges while you're trying to summer wax your skis and, and preventative maintenance on the, you know on that part but that's not necessarily what we want to do so you know as long as the bases are saturated there's wax in there we're all good to go um, perfect and as we're winding down to the end of the season that's a really important thing that we can share with our same community that it is important to make sure your skis are waxed as you put them into closing prep but make sure you take the edges and clean those off so there isn't any trapped moisture exactly and then scraping is pretty simple um, sharp scraper is great in with a nylon for a finish. And so a question that a lot of people may have is the direction of your brushing and your scraping. You'd yep. always want to go tip to tail, correct? And not tail to tip? Correct. Uh, with scraping, absolutely. Every time tip to tail. Um, the big thing with, with using any kind of metal and brushes you want to make those directional. That's very important because if you were to strip that backwards and go the other way, all of a sudden you have base material and you have everything flying everywhere, right? Or stick with a hand brush. Um, you know, very simple also. You know, this, this is a steel, but at the same time, you can see how much that I'm pulling off. Because at the end of the day, the wax that you really are thinking about and considering that's going to make your base fast is already in your base. So anything that you're removing is for the better. So. And then another question that a lot of people have when talking about waxing skis is how long should the wax sit on your ski after you wax them? I would say from 15 to 30 minutes. You can scrape a hell of a lot faster than you think you can. So hear that everybody, let your wax sit for 15 to 30 minutes after you wax your ski before you scrape it. Yeah. 
So everybody, we've walked through a step-by-step -step on how to tune your skis for training, but also get them ground and how often you should get them ground every year. And thanks to Paul, we were able to go through some of the most important things when tuning your skis because yes, equipment is a major part of this sport. So Paul, thank you so much for your time today. And everybody, if you have any questions, we can definitely send them and find out ways to get you answers. But to everybody else listening, thank you so much, and I'll catch you next week on the Weekly Stoke. Thank you very much, Parker. This has been a pleasure.